Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Hope you're okay. As always, we've got a roundup of the top stories from Kent Online today. It's Tuesday, June the 22nd. We're going to start with an update on a village pub that was gutted by fire last week. You may well have seen the pictures and video footage of the Green Man in Hodsall Street near New Ash Green. Well, the fire started during a storm in the early hours of last Thursday and it's now thought the building may have actually been struck by lightning. Well, for landlord Alex Brooks, it was another devastating blow as it only just reopened after being closed for more or less a year due to the pandemic. I've been speaking to Alex about their plans for the future and how they've been supported by the local community. Last Wednesday last week was probably my first evening off since reopening in April. Um, I wasn't I wasn't on site that night. I got a phone call at about half past three, quarter to four in the morning from a neighbour saying well, the pub's on fire. Uh, I'll see you shortly. Um, I jumped out of bed, got dressed, uh, got down to the pub, and uh, yeah, as I arrived, there were about three engines on site, and um, yeah, it was it was fully ablaze. Yeah, absolutely devastating. Obviously, we've seen the the aerial pictures and what have you, and and the amount of people commenting and reading the story, just saying how awful it was and how much they loved your pub. Has that kind of helped in some way to to, to feel that kind of community spirit and everyone feeling for you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the just the, the level of support has been just uh, unbelievable. We've had messages from from people that I know by name, people that that I don't know. Just obviously, the neighbours have been there for me every day going in. And um, I mean, we had a we had a, a letter from a gentleman in Liverpool just uh, arrived on Saturday morning with a cheque and clothes saying, um, "I hope you can rebuild and, and best of luck and, and leave me a contact number." My, my number one focus now is obviously making sure the staff all looked after over the next kind of week and stuff, make sure they're, they're putting new jobs and that they're looked after. Um, then it's about getting an event together. We'd love to do something in the next kind of, over the next two weeks, getting a bar set up in the garden if we get the go ahead. Um, we want to do something for the firefighters. Those guys are absolutely amazing. They just the, it's like they switch off to danger. They they just turn up. They've got a job to do, and they and they shut everything else out. For the building itself, are you able to to salvage any of it at all? Do you do you know that yet? Some of the kitchen equipment has survived somehow. That end of the building was 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 uh, pretty much untouched. Everything smoke damaged, but the rest of the building, there's no roof. There's no there's no floors. There's no ceilings left. It's just a pile of dust and rubble um, throughout the most most part of the building. Um, there's not there's nothing really we can salvage uh, it's just it's just one thing after another it really is but I, you know i think the whole community behind you in wanting to, to help out and, and get it back and you seem to have the real you know the right positive attitude to make sure that the green man survives and, and carries on yeah absolutely i think that's my drive now that's my that's my new day job is, is getting the pub reopened uh getting the guys looked after and um and yeah moving forward really Kent Online News. Police have released a CCTV image of a man they want to talk to after a 16-year-old boy was stabbed in a street in Gravesend. He was taken to a London hospital with injuries following what detectives have described as a brutal assault in Milton Road, not far from the junction with Albion Road a week ago. You can see that picture at Kent Online. Meantime, police say they're working with football clubs after a mass brawl at a cup final game at the weekend. The match between Thanet's Dolphin Kings United first and Chatham Town FC Sunday 
Days was being played at Maidstone's Gallagher Stadium. Videos shared online show match officials and players trying to break it up. Police were called to the stadium but say no one was arrested at the time. The Kent FA won't comment until the police investigation has been completed. On the pitch, Chatham Town won 3-0. A sewage leak on the coast at Thanet has been described today as an environmental and financial disaster. Wastewater was released into the sea between Margate and Broadstairs after a pumping station was struck by lightning in last week's storm. There's still a warning not to swim in the sea at 11 beaches and councils say it's stopping people from visiting the area. Well, Southern Water have apologised and launched an investigation, but businesses are now demanding compensation. Loads of you are still reading this story online. £92 million plans to revamp the Stockbury roundabout have been given the go-ahead. The upgrade is to the really large Junction 5 on the M2 and is aimed at making journeys safer and reducing congestion. The existing roundabout will be replaced with a flyover to the A249 and there'll be two new slip roads as well. You can see a design of what it'll eventually look like like at Kent Online. Now, earlier today, your phone or tablet might have suddenly started making a noise. It was part of a trial run of a planned emergency system by the government. The idea is that it would warn us about nearby dangers and is expected to launch fully later this summer. Lots of you have been reading and commenting on the story today. On Facebook, Kim Murray says, we have this in Canada. They send it through the TV and radio. Great for an emergency. And Marie Turner adds... They have had this system in the USA for years. We saw it in action in Florida, alerting everyone to imminent threat of Hurricane Hermione, telling everyone to seek shelter and gave lots of information and links to help. It worked very well and all the stupid TikTok conspiracies surrounding this are nonsense. However, one comment on the story itself says... I don't remember subscribing or giving permission to access my phone. I can imagine one of my elderly neighbours completely panic and then night workers being delighted to hear their phone going full World War II sirens. Well, as we said, it is a trial at the moment, so don't worry if your phone didn't go off today because it is only certain phones at the moment that are being tested. But we have got details on the settings that perhaps you can look out for on your phone and details on how, in fact, you can disable the alerts. You can find all that info at Kent Online. Kent Online reports. Businesses in Sandwich have welcomed a decision to allow up to 32,000 fans to watch the Open Golf Tournament next month. It's taking place at Royal St George's and will be part of the government's events trial. Anyone going along will need to provide proof they're fully vaccinated or have tested negative for coronavirus. Tim Checkett's from the golf club is confident big crowds won't push up infection rates. And of course, 150,000 people won't come into Sandwich. Most will come, go to the golf and go away. We hope there'll be a, a decent trickle will come, see what a lovely place it is, as come and come back. Um, but, you know, having said, been through all those testing protocols, I don't see, you know, I don't see why there should be any greater risk. It's probably the cleanest, safest audience at any sporting event um, there'll be. The event was originally meant to have happened last year and would have been a massive windfall for businesses and many residents who were renting out their homes to fans. Vicky Reynolds is the manager of nearby pub The New Inn. She's relieved big crowds will be coming to the town. Each day not knowing, you know, are they going to still be able to do this? Is the government still going to be able to keep people on furlough? The likes of pubs and hotels and stuff like that, we will 
gain a lot of business from that. You know, we, we need this. We need people in the town, seeing the town, because then people come back. And that's what we found from the last one, because I was here for that. And we've had several visitors back that come to the open. So it is great news. Well, let's get an update on COVID rates and four parts of Kent now have a rate above 50 per 100,000 people. Cases across the county have risen by a third in the week to last Wednesday with the highest levels in Gravesham, Dartford, Maidstone and Sevenoaks. Despite 720 people testing positive over those seven days, only nine patients are being treated in Kent's hospitals and just one of those is on a ventilator. Three coronavirus deaths have been recorded in the latest set of weekly figures. A helicopter from Switzerland has been used to help remove old electricity pylons between Canterbury and Sandwich. It's part of the National Grid's Rich Brick Connection project, which involves an undersea cable and overhead lines to allow power to flow between Britain and Belgium. At Kent Online today, you can see inside a former Ashford nightclub that could become home to 60 flats. The 120-year-old building on East Hill started life as a flour mill before becoming liquid, which shut in 2014. Following two years of negotiations, it's been bought by developers who want to turn it into accommodation, although it's not known yet when plans will be submitted. On our socials, you can see a lovely video of the moment a missing dog was reunited with her siblings. Willow the Whippet disappeared from her home in Merston near Sittingbourne three weeks ago after wandering out the front door. She'd been taken in by a woman down the road who realised who the owner was after seeing a missing dog poster. This is one to look out for. The iconic Goodyear blimp will be flying over Kent later this week. It'll be travelling over the county before attending an event at Brands Hatch near Dartford at the weekend. You can find out where to see it on the website. And they're cherries, but not just any cherries. These cherries from a farm in Sittingbourne are about to star in a TV ad for M&S. A crew from Marks and Spencer spent two days shooting four one-minute mini-features at Little Shasted Farm in Doddington. The ads will be shown next month to promote local producers. Sarah Neves spoke to our reporter, John Nurden, for the podcast about the shoot. It's been very scary, <laughs> but... It's been a lot of fun and they're a great crew and we've had lots of fun with everybody. It's a, I cannot believe how many people have to come and do a job like this for a, a one minute video. It's just absolutely incredible. But they've all worked really hard with me and I know one thing I won't be is an actress. <laughs> what have they made you do? Lots of scenes. So we're waiting to see when the video comes out. It's been lots of fun and very interesting to see uh, how they make that video, how long it takes to have that short window of, of video. Um, you were asked earlier on what your first memories of cherry pickings were. Absolutely. So, so w what were they? So it was picking with my father, or pick, picking my first basket of cherries with my father when I was about eight or nine, and being very proud of myself. I'd ado always adopted that routine of one for me and one for the basket. Kent Online Sports. Football and it's England's final group game at the Euros tonight. They take on the Czech Republic at Wembley after a less than impressive 0-0 draw with Scotland on Friday night. Gareth Southgate's side have already secured their place in the knockout stages thanks to results in other matches last night. We've been asking people in Medway what they think of England's performances so far. They played well the first game. After that, the second game against Scotland, not so good. Back to the old days I think on the they'll qualify but if they've got to play France and Germany it's about as far as they'll go. I think they were absolutely 
ridiculous against Scotland. Scotland outplayed us totally. We're never going to get anywhere. We never do. We're no, we're no good at that sort of thing. All we, we're just no good. And personally, I want Germany to win. You can make as many songs as you like. Football ain't coming back here. Simple as that. The only thing I like is the fact that you're seeing normality, people enjoying themselves. The Scots were hilarious. At putting someone put bubbles in Trafalgar Square, that was hilarious. You've got to laugh at that. And they actually started, I don't know if you saw them, but they were cleaning up the day after. I think that was fantastic. They had a really good time and that was normal. That was lovely to see and cheering. Loved all that. That was brilliant. Loved it. Obviously, won our first match against, um, was it Croatia? I think my first match was. Uh, so it was a good start, good start to get into. Um, I think our second match was a draw against Scotland. I think that's quite a boring match as far as I've seen. Um, just end-to-end all game, really. But, yeah, other than that, a good start. Hopefully we can keep going and win our group and then hopefully, you know, bring it home. <laughs> There's definitely some teams with some... Uh, some A lot of teams have sort of bulked up for this year. I think Italy have come out very, very strong. Um, some teams are disappointed. I think Spain's disappointed compared to what, you know, the projections were. Um, but, yeah, it could be. I mean... I, it's, you know, it's, it's a tough one to predict, obviously, but yeah, obviously my heart's on it coming home, so hopefully it does. <laughs> it's always a great atmosphere with the Euros and the World Cup as well, pretty much, so uh, with the pubs coming back and that environment's always nice, so yeah, it's been, it's been enjoyable so far. And you can let us know your score prediction by commenting under the question on our Facebook and Twitter today. Kickoff is at eight. We'll have reaction to the result in bulletins tomorrow morning. And in cricket, if the rain stays away, Kent will be hoping for another victory when they take on Gloucestershire in the T20 blast later. The Spitfires beat Essex with a record-breaking score at the weekend and have won five of their six games so far this season. They're currently top of the South Group table and play in Bristol is due to get underway at 6.30. Well, that's all for today thanks ever so much for listening don't forget to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram plus you can subscribe to the im news app which will give you access to all km group newspapers just head to subsaver.co.uk news you can trust this is the kent online podcast